Hello everyone and welcome to the Power 9 Podcast. My name is Mick, I'm one of your hosts and sitting opposite from me is the beautiful Nuno Cunha. So oh, is hi. this going to be my brand from now on? No, no, no we'll, we'll, find, we'll find something for you because uh, you're the card shark among, among us all. You're the, ones who, you're the one who bullies small kids to trade with you, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, fetch land for uh, evolving ones. No, I was that kid. I traded a, f- uh, a windswept teeth in onslaught for a, a divine sacrament. So now, now you're taking your revenge. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, joining us today is Bal, who's been so helpful uh, helping us set up all our stuff for this episode. This is our first episode. Okay, technically it's not our first episode. This episode number one. Uh, if you guys wanted to listen to the first episode that we were recording where me and Nuno introduce ourselves, you can go down to our website, www.power9podcast.wordpress.com. Or you can look us up on Facebook, Power9 Podcast. So here at Power9 Podcast, we sit down and we talk about the card game that we all love and cherish that is Magic the Gathering. All these little pieces of cardboard that are so goddamn expensive. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, and we bring to we bring together some topics to talk about for the week and uh, some of the latest news that's been happening in the world of magic. And we'll start off this first episode with uh, the Magic World Cup, which was held what last weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was. It was in Nice, right? Yes, in France. In France, yeah. It was so nice to visit Nice. Uh, Okay, so from the Magic World Cup, uh, we want to send out our congratulations to the uh, Danish team for coming in first for the World Magic Cup. I always get that wrong. And uh, congratulations to Shaha Shenha for winning, for being the champion of Magic for 2014. He can go around with his little title belt. Right. Well, he has two of them now. Now he's got two. Yeah, exactly. He's back-to-back winner. He's not only the first person to win two Magic World Cups, he has won it back-to-back, crushing Ch- Patrick Chapin's dreams. And yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. I, I want to give a shout-out to Patrick Chapin because, man, I love, I love the decks that he makes. Uh, he's I a genius, his, isn't he? Yeah, I love his philosophy. I didn't quite like his book. Uh, but yeah, I read the book and I was like, mm. "What the uh the deck building one?" Yeah, the deck building one. I think he puts into practice better than he. Is it called ultimate like, de- deck building? <laughs> Super alpha deck building, <laughs> you know, from ground up. Okay, so we'll talk about the Magic World Cup. The decks that were being played, and there's a lot. Uh, there are just a few archetypes, I think. There are just well. It's very it's it's more diverse than Sphinx's revelation and everything else, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, like in so the past standards. I guess we have a few more decks now. <laughs> the past standard, okay. So what was in the past standard? I it remember. was Sphinx's revelation and then bad decks. <laughs> Sphinx's revelations and decks that just waited to you know to die to control. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so now blue white control has turned into blue black control. Yep. Uh well, you know, and they run, you know, it runs the gauntlet. Uh, of I don't 
Vile Blight, Heroes Downfall, Murderous Cut, yeah, Murderous Cut, Silence the Believers, Perilous Vault uh, in the Wrath slot. Uh, what else? Oh goodness! A uh, disdainful stroke, which is yeah, uh, dissolve and all the controlling cards, and then it has Jace's ingenuity. Uh, yeah, which is kind of which. It's uh, good. It draws cards. It draws cards. Yeah, but for five mana, like I've never seen Jace's ingenuity being played in standard until now because well, there are no good draw spells anymore. Well, it ha- well, you have Dick through time, which is the only reason it doesn't play Treasure Cruise is because it's sorcery, right? Yeah, exactly. I think I think they might play one copy, but it's it's always awkward because you don't want it, it like until you have enough things in the graveyard that you can do it for one. You want to delve for dig through time. Nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to yeah, de- delve for dig through time. Definitely. You're not gonna pay eight mana for three cards. Yeah, because you want you want specific answers and not because your your deck isn't redundant at all. Like if you're playing Delver in modern, then your deck is basically burn spells and. That's it. Uh, yeah, so that's it, right, yeah. All, yeah, you draw three cards, and all three cards are bound to be pretty similar. Whereas uh, with this control deck, you need you, you either need a counter spell or a removal spell, or you need a finisher. And yeah, so yeah, dig through time is more powerful right, here. Yeah. yeah. So all the counter spells, like in the current current standard format, are kind of situational, except for dissolve. Uh, yeah, because I, nullify is for creatures and enchantments, I guess. Yeah, uh, nullify is for yeah creatures and enchantments. Yeah, and then yeah. you have Disdainful Stroke, CMC 4 greater. Yeah, but Disdainful, Disdainful Stroke is so good, I think. Yeah, it is good. It's but then, yeah, and then the the two absolute counter spells are, well, apart from Cancel, but that's not very good. <laughs> uh, you have Dissolve <laughs> with Scry's 1, which is really good, really powerful. And then you also have Dissipate, which uh, exiles. Yeah, yeah but, but, it, but it, right like, now, Scry 1 is more powerful than exiling. Rarely, yeah, rarely anybody plays Dissipate anymore, I think. Yeah. It's, yeah, and even though uh, Whip is around, I don't. I don't think Dissipate will take over because they're never casting the the relevant spells. Yeah, they're exactly. just whipping them back. So yeah, and they'll you're use just Silence the Believers. Yeah, if, if you drop something on the board, they'll just use Silence the Believers. Yeah, you're better off. Fine. You're better off scrying right now than exiling whatever they're casting. So yeah, it's fine. Yeah, so that's the typical blue black control, <laughs> man. <laughs> I nothing against control players, but. Man, I'd rather watch the wall than to, you know, watch the game. Once it goes past a certain point, I'd rather go, you know, stare at the wall and like count the number of paint drops. Yeah, they should just scoop <laughs> to the might of control. Yeah. Uh okay, so another one that that uh has been played a lot is uh CDC Whip. CDC Whip um runs runs basically all the things that mill your deck silly. And has whip, and it, you know it sounds yeah, it's, very straightforward. It's, it's super powerful. Yeah. It's, it it's so fun. Yeah, it is fun. And uh, yeah, and I recently started playing standard again, and I've never played whip in. Uh, you know, I've never really played with whip, but it's so goddamn powerful. It is. Oh man. Yeah, like, and most decks can't even beat an, a hardened queen right now. Yeah. So if you just get a like a turn four or five hardened queen, then. It's pretty much game. Like people are sideboarding uh, arc uh, arc lightnings, just for just for just for Hornet Queen because it's so powerful. Those four tokens. If you're playing any sort of aggro strategy, then you just have five bodies in front of you all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, with Death Touch. Yeah, right, with Death which Touch, which is very relevant. Uh, because the Abzan, I mean, uh, another deck type which is Abzan, they can't deal with flyers. Like they have what two usually run one, uh, Wingmate Rock. 
Um, yeah. But well, their, their their best sensor is BioBlight there. Uh, yeah, but they don't run it. Like it's it's always post cyborg, right? Yeah, they'll have they might have Drowned in Sorrow as well, which is reasonably good in that matchup because it gets all the CDC zombies and stuff, plus mm-hmm. all the the, all the Seder Wayfinders and elves yeah, and the, and CDC as well. And the god, you guys are forgetting the god, maybe the Atreus? Um, no, no, not Atreus. Oh, they uh, play Karmitra. Farika. They play Farika. Uh, no. Farika, yeah, yeah, Farika, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, here's, here's Farika is crazy good. Crazy good. You have Uteran that gets rid of her, but that's pretty much it. No. Uh, uh, yeah, Uteran, sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, the one that I was surprised to see, and because I haven't been following uh, standard decks, um, is Soul of Innistrad. Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, it draws it's, three cards. Uh, yeah, it essentially draws you three cards of cards that you basically put for in the, the same mana itself. cost as Jace's Ingenuity. Uh, yeah, but you got to get it in the graveyard first. The thing yeah. is, it sticks on the board. Right. Like, yeah, it's you big. cast it and it sticks on the board. Man, your opponent's in big shit. Yeah, you get to cast a Jace's Ingenuity every turn, just yeah. like blue black control. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, I got you know, I got more cards, and then you cast. So you bring back CDC, and then you cast CDC. It goes back into the graveyard, and then you spend another five mana to take back whatever you just tossed into the graveyard. Oh goodness, it's good. Why? Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> goodness. Uh, uh, and it also runs. It, it also runs surprisingly. Doomwake Giant. Uh, most likely because of the mirror match. Uh, yeah, also because of the tokens. You have a lot of hardling outbursts and stuff. And then you also have those crazy turns when you can you can get like two or three enchantments into play in the same turn. Yeah, with like one or two. With with two... Um, yeah, you have Curses of Crucifix. You have the actual whip. Um, and you have Farika yeah, to yeah, Farika, a lesser yeah. extent. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, it brings in it brings in enchantment creatures. So Farika like turns on Doombig. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, well, for example, Reduke's Constellation deck has a lot more enchantments. Yeah, Doomweight Giant is just crazy good because if you get like two or three enchantments, there you're probably rafting the other guy's board. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, if you get four, is the magic number here, obviously, because of Corsair of Crucifix. Corsair, Wingmate Rock, and. Uh... And uh, offends, no. uh, yeah, not not the rhino, but yeah, not the rhino. But the thing is, it will also you... get a monstrous uh, lion if you get up to four enchantments in the same turn. Oh yeah, oh I haven't seen the lion being played this the the entire week. Yeah, no, be, uh, Abzan is shifting more towards like mid range control, uh, and the lion will be played in the same deck where you have Rakshasa Death Dealer and yeah, the more aggro version. Just plays smaller creatures, plays an offensive lion and the death dealer, and also plays uh, hair of the wild. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Abzan control, uh, Sean McLaren ran a Abzan control deck. How did he do? I have no clue. He was the best in standard. No, no. <laughs> he dropped out. I think uh, top top eight right this time round. Yeah, I uh, think he just missed. I think he was fifth in the uh, overall rankings. I might be wrong. But I'm pretty sure. I have no clue how to check out. Let's go internet. Yeah, I think he just missed on top four. In any case, his standard deck was awesome because he decided to still play control, even though he's not playing blue white red anymore. Hmm. Yeah, it's control. It's Sean McLaren. Yeah, he's the king of control. King of control, but he's he's playing out the out of the colors. Yeah, but it's like, fine. It's just. No blue is controlled. Yeah, no blue. This is still controlled though. He plays twelve creatures. 
He plus, plays Bloodbrain Rhino. Bloodbraid Rhino. Bloodbraid Rhino. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. four or five trampling Bloodbraid Elf, the uh, Lightning Helixes. Lightning Helixes you every single time. Yeah, it's good. And then he plays Corsair because it's a value machine. And then he plays Carry at it because it's, uh, you know, just a ramp spell. Uh, okay, so where 2014. Scroll down. Uh, yeah, Sean McLaren was fifth. It was there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so Sean McLaren's fifth. Uh, Yuya Watanabe ran a really interesting deck. I like it. Um, I like it, but I'm not a crazy about it. He ran the Jeskai Ascendancy token deck. Super a, powerful. It it it. Well, crazy good. Yeah, actually, I I have to say it's, it's good. I won't say it's crazy good because I think it's weak to certain matchups, especially it's weak to the rogue decks. Yeah, uh, maybe. You know, it's definitely yeah, very yeah. fast. Like the main deck is very fast, and then you can oh, sideboard yeah. into a more controlling shell where he brings in some counter spells, some heresies, uh, anger of the gods, and then end hostilities. Yeah. So, and uh, obviously Elspeth and a lot of decks just as soon as Elspeth hit, hits the bard, it's game over. Yeah. I, Obviously, if there's a Doomwake Giant on the other end, it's a little bit different. But uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've seen. I saw the matchup with. Uh, I think it was Yuya and uh, was it Shaha Shenha? I forget what's the matchup, but yeah, it doesn't stand up. It doesn't stand up to Doomwake Giants. It doesn't stand up to yeah, I know. quite a few. You know. Yeah, but it's usually you're gonna kill them. Before and you can still play around Doomwake Giant because if you have if you have Jeskai Ascendancy if you have Jeskai Ascendancy you can play around uh, Doomwake Giant because if they Doomwake Giant you just respond to the trigger with a non-creature spell and you you, and pump, then, you, yeah, you pump all you of your pump creatures all so yeah you just you just need to be smart about and playing yeah, the and deck be patient and I think Yuya uh, Yuya Watanabe is really patient like you yeah. just look at him you just look at him play and he just looks at his head, and he's in so much trouble. Like turns where he's in so much trouble, it's like mm, land. Yeah, just flicks his cards turn. and then puts one down, and it's yeah. and just back breaking to yeah, everyone else. Maintains <laughs> the composure. I'm like, dude, just scoop, man. <laughs> no, just remain calm, calm and cool. Uh, yeah, I like I like players like that that don't give up until the last minute. Yeah, like you have to swing. You literally have to declare attackers, and he will go down to. Oh, I take the damage, no blocks, good game. And right. uh you know, that's a that's a good habit because like you really you really screw with your opponent that way. Like um you know, uh I believe Patrick Chapin is the master of all of this. Like he's able to Jedi mind trick you into not attacking for the for lethal when he has nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm pretty sure I've seen it somewhere. Even though he's usually shaking everywhere, but yeah, he he is good at the uh, the mind tricks. The mind right? tricks, like, yeah. Oh, mind <laughs> games, draw a card. Yeah, I think the the main thing about this deck is that it 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 shows how how powerful Stoke the Flames really is. Because if you have a bunch of tokens out and you Stoke the Flames with just guy ascendancy in play, it's just a free four damage. Yeah, free, you don't even have to pay mana for it. Free four damage, and then your creatures, you know, your all get pumped. It's get just pumped. crazy good. Stoke the Flames is really, really powerful, and it's no surprise that it's one of the most expensive uncommons in the uh, in standard right now. It's uncommon. No, it's rare, man. No, Stoke the Flames is Stoke uncommon. The, oh goodness, 
Oh, where have I been? Yeah. See, I have. <laughs> oh, Stop the flames in the comment. Oh, no wonder it's a FNM promo. I like the FNM promo. Yeah, the FNM promo is really good. I, I want it, but then I can't play. Because yeah. I've, got, I've got school. Yeah, we, we left yeah. we we left the standard format where we had Boros Charm as a the one. The you know, you had, you had the four damage spell, which you usually don't see. But we only used to have Flames of the Blood Hand as the, the four damage spell. But now we had Boros Charm at two mana. And then we got Stoke the Flames, which people were sort of initially... I, I think everyone knew it was super strong. And now you have Jeskai Charm as well. So this deck has six spells that, will that deal four damage to you. And then yeah. on top of that, it has four lightning strikes. So this, this deck just represents a whole bunch of burn on top of... On top of the tokens. The tokens the, that get yeah. pumped every time you burn their face. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I, I always like the idea that you can just burn, burn your opponents you know, out. Out of nowhere, yeah. Yeah, out of nowhere. And like, oh, okay, the M turn, you're going to take 4 damage. You know, next turn, you're going to take another eight, uh, 7 damage. Oh, that's 11. Yeah, okay. and then it plays the, uh, you know, it plays the Sorcery Speed Ancestral Recall. Oh, okay, treasure yeah, cruise. Treasure Cruise. Yeah, I saw uh, that match. Or one of the matches, he, you, uh, Yuya, he just drew, I think, three, three Treasure Cruises in one match. That is, yeah, nine cards, man. Uh, yeah, but he still didn't. He still didn't win that match. I'm, really? Yeah, huh. You know, he didn't. He didn't. Card advantage gets you somewhere, but not everywhere. Well, if you're Patrick Shape and then you play five in one game, <laughs> um, card yeah, advantage yeah, uh, seemed powerful in that game. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to Treasure Cruise in a bit. Uh, in a bit more. Uh, what other decks were being played? Uh. Sh- yeah, I think we covered we covered most of it. Yeah, the only Madu mid range. There was the Madu mid range that was being played by the Danish team, uh, which I kind of liked. But hmm. I think Mardu has a, definitely the potential to be very strong because there was a tournament a, a couple of weeks ago in London, and it was uh, run by Darksphere. It was like a sort of mini GP. It was it was similar to the Star City Games Opens, and uh, out of the the eight decks in the top eight, five of them were Ma- Mardu, sort of either mid range or aggro. And yeah, so here's Butcher the, of the Heart is very powerful. Yeah, with tokens next to it. So yeah, and here's the here's the list. the The thing is, some of them don't run Butcher of the Heart. I like the idea that they're using like Hotling Outburst to power the Goblin Re- Rebel Masters. Yeah, uh, you know, there's a lot of synergy here, definitely. And then Crackling Doom is just. Crackling Doom is so good. good. So good. Uh, I prefer Crackling Doom as a commander card. The fact that you deal two damage to all your opponents. I would not be surprised if Crackling Doom finds its way into modern. modern. Yeah, no, obviously not legacy or anything. But I, well, I think I think um, Crackling Doom is, is I think Crackling Doom is the the one of the best answers for um, Geist of Saint Trapped. And and um, Aura's decks. Oh, oh right. yeah, 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 okay, yeah. It's yeah. easy. I was actually looking around a, a while ago. Uh, how many instant speed edicts you have in uh, in modern? And you have, I think, you have one from uh, World Wake that costs three mana, and that's obviously not very good. This one from well, um, that just gains. I think it gains them life, or it gains you some life. The one that's three mana from World Wake gains gains you life. The other one is from uh, Theros Block. 
Oh, yeah. Well, no, it's not. Yeah, it's, from, uh, it's from. It's uh, from Gate Crash, I think. It's called. Uh, uh, Gate Crash. Uh, oh, but I what? think you can Flash. choose. Uh, Flash. Yeah. Devour Flash. Devour, Devour Flash. Flash yeah. yeah. And then you have Celestial Flare, which is sacrifice attacking or blocking creature. Uh, and yeah, they I still think. get to choose a creature, though. And Crackling Doom says they have to sacrifice a creature. It needs to be the one with the most power, and it's a burn spell. And usually, yeah. Uh, and usually it's the, yeah. So it's a burn spell for two. It sacrifices the biggest creature they have. Hmm, this seems good. Yeah, but <laughs> it's three mana. You have to keep three mana open. And if you're playing a Madu in, uh, in, in modern, like, you'd probably, you'd probably be tapping out. Well, I, the thing is, oh, yeah, okay, it depends. you can yeah, also it play it in a control shell where you're playing blue, white, red, and you're just splashing black. Just for that. Okay. Just for either yeah. Crackling Doom or... Uh, actually, I've seen a version recently that has Slaughter Games, and Slaughter Games Slaughter has been games. Slaughter Games has been, you know, sort of out of it's been away from everyone's radars, and it's just really good because it can be countered. And if the other guy's playing any sort of combo deck, you get to you, take the combo piece. Yeah, you get to take okay. Escape Shift, you get to take Twin. But, it yeah. can be very powerful. I love I love those kind of cards. Uh, long way back, but. This this one by not being countered, it's like you said, it's way way better, but it's four mana. I think it is four Most mana. of the combo decks usually, if they go well, they can combo a third. Turn three, or turn, uh, turn three, turn four. If you're on the draw, if you're on the draw, you're a bit late. But I mean, you have other ways to. If you you're playing, to but if you're playing a control deck, then you're delaying them, right? Yeah, exactly. You can yeah, play. Probably, yeah. You can spell pierce, or you can remand, or you can mana leak for the first few turns, and then you can just you take all of the pieces away from them. Is slaughter games uh, in an instant? No, no it's, it's a sorcery, sorcery, right? sorcery. You have it with you? Yeah, I do have it with me. I used to play slaughter games in um, in standard during the Theros block. It was it was really quite fun because I play a black green, and I splash. I just splash red just to play slaughter games. Yeah, so it's it can be countered. It's a sorcery for two black and a red. Sorcery for two black and a red. Uh, you name a non-land card, you search the opponent's graveyard, hand, and library for any number of cards with that name, and then you <laughs> exile them. And then he gets to shuffle. And then, yeah. Yippee. He's probably not going to be very happy shuffling, but uh, yeah. Exile, right? It's not put into the Yeah, it is exile. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so no more escape shift for you. Okay, so uh, right back to Crackling Doom. Yeah, okay, so Crackling Doom, maybe... maybe. It's definitely very strong in standard because it kills Polokranos, which these decks tend to have some trouble e dealing with. Yeah, yeah, because they've only got like burns and burns and stuff. Uh, I, I thought about putting one or two on, on my burn Mardu uh, modern deck. Since I now I'm trying to splash the You're black. You're trying to splash black? Yeah, for bumping the night again. Why? Okay. Oh, bumping the night, right, right. I, I played I played Mardu Burn in Modern a few times with uh, only four creatures. It was before Kent, so I, I didn't have Monastery Swift Spear. I just had four Goblin Guides. But yeah, I, I, I'm not sure you want Crackling Doom there because it only deals two damage. No, the and thing, you the usually thing is, don't care about their creature. No, usually. I, I, I just thought about this because the, the current meta I'm playing in has a, a, an Aura's deck that I think uh, it okay. can can kill uh, me easy. Auras and uh, what's that? What's the affinity deck? The affinity deck runs uh, edge champions, edge right? Champion. So yeah, it can help to get rid of edge champions. Does it? Yeah, well, it'll, it gets rid of edge champions. If, 
if he has double black, he can swift the. the he can swift something else, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you. I guess you just have to wait, and then like. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah, they'll they'll definitely have to sacrifice whatever is, has cranial plating on it. Also, it's a it's a good if you think about it. N uh, although now it's not a meta with the Tron, but some uh, like six months ago, one year ago, Modern had a lot of Tron. It's not it very good against Tron though, because if they sacrifice Worm no, Coil Engine against Emrakul against uh, uh, okay, yeah, okay. They uh, if they have Emrakul out, you're probably dead. <laughs> no, Emrakul no. has to attack. Yeah, but, uh, but they got an extra turn and they got to go get dig for Ulamog or whatever they want. Well, if you get rid of the Emrakul, so uh, the turn it drops, if you get rid of the Emrakul... They're still going to get the extra turn to, start still gonna get, to the extra get back turn. into it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's the thing. I don't know if that deck has enough card advantage to get you back. Depends which Tron you're talking about, yeah, that that's for sure. But they have a they have Ayabugan, so they'll they'll be able yeah, to recoup. Again, right? Yeah, yeah, but it'll take them a turn, and then it will take them a turn, yeah, and then you'll be back in it. But then you'll be tapped out probably because you're not probably not gonna have more than three mana. Yeah, I think if you're getting late enough into the game that they're casting Emrakuls and you're playing Burn, you're kind of messed up. Yeah, <laughs> they shouldn't have Emrakul in the deck by that point. Because yeah, Merkle is a sideboard card in, or used to be a sideboard card in really? Tron. No, 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 man. At the later run, stages, it did. You run, you run. You run Ulamog main deck, deck with Worm Coil engines and Cardens, and then sometimes you'll you'll bring uh, Emrakul cool. in. Okay. But against Burn, they definitely sideboarded out. I think. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's too slow. Too slow. <laughs> it's way too slow. You'd be dead by turn three. Yeah, I think it's fair enough if you're trying to kill like. Guys, the same draft because it's a very fast clock. Yeah, I think it'll be very. It, it's it's the same thing they talk about. Is it renounce the guild where the the other guy has to sacrifice a multicolored permanent? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was gonna That's be the, the the doom blade, the white doom blade for, for guys. Guys, you're right. But yeah, I think crackling doom is way more powerful because it's a burn spell as well. Mm, okay. So, yeah, two I damage. Okay, two damage might be relevant, but the thing is, you take so much damage from your lands anyway. Like in modern. Yeah, I I do think that if you're playing. A control deck, and you can afford to to have those three colors in it. Then Crackling Doom is going to be very powerful. Okay. All right, so back here, uh, it's good against Infect as as well. Not it, it is, is good against Infect. Yeah, they usually only have oh, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they pump, 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 and then you just get them to sacrifice it. Like, yeah, oh. because it's not like they can just sacrifice their Dryad Arbor on the side or anything. They have to sacrifice the thing they invested their pump spells into. Okay, yeah, okay, that's true. Uh. Okay, so 27 minutes into the podcast. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, there's so, yeah. something I want to talk about, but we're not allowed to talk about it. Uh, we'll bring it up in a future episode of podcast. Uh, so yeah, last two last two comments that I want to make. I was watching the the um, finals the for uh, the Greek team versus the Danish uh, team. The Danish team. Right. Uh man, the Greek team like that last match, the Greek team was so unfortunate. Like he just drew he had three lands. He was operating off three lands for umpteen turns. He didn't draw anything. He milled his deck silly. Still didn't draw any lands. Oh man, there must be you know the the stars aligned for the Danish team. Uh yeah, I like the jerseys and I like that they're like beefed up, you know. <laughs> like oh beef cake. Uh, they're a bit intimidating. There was a guy uh, you you mentioned. Uh, yeah, the they could. The Greek team could all pile up and still not be 
as big as the guy in the uh, Slovak team. Yeah, that's, oh man, you, can you imagine like playing across from him, uh, like tattoos running down your entire arm? You're like, he's such a nice guy, though. Apparently, like he, well, not apparently. He, you know, he hangs out with uh, Matej Zalkai, who is super cool, and then also uh, Ivan yeah, Flock, who is yeah. always smiling. You know, same as Stanislav Sivk. I think Ivan Flok and no, Stanislav Sivk. but he's Sivka. the bodyguard. He's yeah, no, and that guy, but that guy hangs around them, right? So he, <laughs> he has to be nice as well. But it's 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 just funny when he's playing, he can't properly hold his cards. And when, whenever he swings his his uh, his lens sideways, when he swings him sideways, all of his creatures go everywhere because his hands are so big. Banana hands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and... Yeah, I, yeah. There were definitely some interesting characters in the World Cup. That was, it was cool to see. I, I think it's really cool how they bring all the all the countries together, and yeah, this and huge play, right? magic party. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Singapore team. I know we did not beat Malaysia this year, but you can redeem yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, that a big rivalry, Singapore and yeah, Malaysia? It, it, typical. Like I, you know, it doesn't really matter if we make it to day three. Or you know, make it as long as you beat Malaysia. As long as we beat Malaysia, it's fine. We're okay. I didn't. I really didn't get this rivalry when I was over there. I was. I was traveling in Malaysia last summer, and I know every. Everyone seems so peaceful about. (laughs) Man, you should watch our football matches. Like, uh, on a side note, when we won, uh, one of the I think Tiger Cups, and we won Malaysia. Uh, the next day in uh, Malaysian art, uh, Malaysian newspaper. Um, article this, this guy has a column he starts writing Singapore is a place where you know they commit a lot of, they commit a lot of sin they drink they, as opposed to Malaysia right because it's a know, Muslim country yeah and um, it's not a Muslim country ah but well yeah, in theory in theory yeah uh, you know and you know it's full of gays and lesbians and they promote such uh, uh, you know lifestyle cultures and, sure. and stuff like that and then comma, but we still lose to them in football. How <laughs> is this possible? And then it, that's the first paragraph. It's an entire rant. I'm fantastic. Uh, is is the is the lifestyle in Singapore that much different? I, I went to nightclubs in Malaysia. It was the uh, uh yeah. So I don't know. I I guess you want to believe that it's it's quite different. Otherwise, okay. yeah. Otherwise, Singapore would be part of Malaysia, sure. which it was. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, and one last one last comment. Uh, uh, what's his name? Rich Hagen. Rich yeah. Hagen. Yeah. Rich Hagen made a comment right at the end. It was hilarious. The camera camera points to him. He and uh, Shaha Shanha. And he goes, Shaha is really good. And 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 the camera goes to goes to the desk. And, oh man, <laughs> you could have said anything else. And I think he was yeah, just speechless. Like, yeah. I don't think anyone could believe that this guy just wins like, it wins twice, back-to-back right? yeah. World Cups. Uh, yeah, and in the interview, Shaha Shenha was like so calm, so cool, and you know, like he was expecting to win. And yeah, I feel Which, really bad. Again, I feel really bad for Patrick Shepard. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, I don't think he, he assumed he'd win because he, he's, he was sitting across one of the biggest minds in Magic ever. Yeah, yeah but the biggest mind in Magic was suffering from Parkinson's. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. He does, he does. Yeah, he had to loosen his tie. Like, game three, he, like, reached in. Like, but that's just the kind of guy he is as well, isn't he? <laughs> he goes wearing a suit and tie and a shirt and tie 
Yeah, there he is. why? Why? Okay. Because it it's nice. Patrick Shapin and everyone. Yeah. <laughs> the innovator. Okay, so at the end of the Magic World Cup, or close, uh, towards the closing of the Magic World Cup, they made an announcement. Actually, they made two announcements, uh, which I think got some people quite excited. I myself, I'm kind of lukewarm. Uh, they announced Modern Masters 2, right? Modern Masters 2015. Modern Masters 2015, yeah, it's not Modern Masters 2. I wonder what the, the, um, the lettering is going to be. Should, should it be MM? Well, M- the other one was MMA. Yeah, it's MMA. So it's what? MMB? MM2. MM2? Uh, no, but it's not MM2. It's, it's MM2 not MM2. MM15? MM15. I think it is MM15. Oh, no. You can only have three letters. Really? MM2 then. MM2, yeah. That, that's the thing. So, I okay. So, they have said that it, it is... Well, if people show that there is a demand for it, they will do it again. M15? No. They, they will do well they they said that at the moment it's not predicted to be a, a you know like an a annual year thing right? yeah yeah or a biannual thing but if people show that they like this sort of product they will do it again yeah that's what they did with commander i mean commander yeah commander uh, is now a, is now annual it's thing. almost it, i think it's going to be an annual thing well modern masters was two years ago and then they had conspiracy and then this year we're seeing modern masters 2 so I think it would make more sense yeah. that they would do it every but two yeah, years yeah. so that you always get two new blocks. So, for example, this yeah, okay, in yeah. Modern Masters 2015, you're getting two new blocks. You're getting the Zendikar block and the, and uh, the Innistrad block. Okay, so Well, not the Innistrad block. You're getting uh, sorry, um, the new Phyrexia block. Yeah. So the, the announcement covered uh, basically what cards, uh, what sets are going to be in. And it's from the original Mirrodin. To the revisited Mirrodin, so uh, scars of Mirrodin. Um, uh, so yeah, Besieged. like you mentioned, yeah, the two the two extra blocks, which is Zendikar block, uh, Zendikar Warwake, and Rise of Eldrazi, mm-hmm. and uh, Mirrodin, Mirrodin, scars of Mirrodin, uh, which is where I started playing again. Uh, oh no, I played in this thing. Ah, okay, anyway, scars of Mirrodin, <laughs> uh, Mirrodin Besieged, and New Phyrexia. Yeah. Okay, so. They left out, and you mentioned they left out, conveniently left out Innistrad. Well, so I that, think the reasoning behind it is just that every time they're going to make a new Modern Masters, they'll add two blocks. They'll add two years worth of Yeah, just two, two years worth years of magic, which makes sense because that way you can, have, you can still go and reprint whatever is on demand from the previous blocks. Mm-hmm. So perfect chance to print some more Tarmogoyfs. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we'll see. And then you'll get to reprint whatever's on demand from those two specific blocks and at the same time revisit some of the mechanics uh, from those were... blocks. Okay, so the mechanics from those blocks. Alright, so in Warwick was Landfall. Yeah. Uh, land. Okay, so two, three main mechanics. One was Landfall. Uh, did uh, you mention, sorry, uh, Shards of Alara? Shards... Uh, Shards was in the was Shards, Shards was in the, the other block? one. Yeah, was before Zendikar. I don't think you mentioned it. Well, it was included in the initial Modern Masters. It was. What was? Not yeah, quite. some cards, Com- Conflux was as well. Co- was the yeah, whole Conflux, Conflux was there, Yeah, Conflux was there, but oh, well, okay. you had some cards, but I don't. Uh, if you you didn't have a Noble Diarach, for example. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. But I think. You had, it was you had the Elspeth, you had the Maelstrom. Yeah, exactly. So I think just I think Noble Hierarch just sort of completely they they completely missed 
glazed over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, it's not that they missed it. They well, obviously, Watsi knows what the hell they're doing with their money. So um, yeah, well, it, it might just have been the case that there was already too you many know, cards for it. Too many high value cards in the set, and uh, and they had to sort of contain it a little bit. And you'd have to you'd have to introduce the the mechanic exalted. Again, oh yeah, that is true. Know, that is true. So you'd have to have a lot of cards to go with it. So uh so the the main or the big um what you call it uh land uh the the big things in the zendika block and the scars block what are they going to be uh you know well i think what we're going to see in modern masters 2 is one thing for sure is we're going to see metalcraft because we already know that edge champion is going to be in it okay yeah edge champion yeah. and okay so the two cards that we know edge champion Edge Champion and uh, Emraku, right? The Aeon's Torn. The Aeon's Torn, yeah. Uh, and I believe, okay, so Eldrazi is probably going to be in it. Because they're crazy expensive. Yeah, they're just insanely expensive. And I hope there'll be new art for it, but I doubt it. There'll well, not nice. Emraku because it's already been spoiled. So. Yeah, and Emraku had two arts already. Uh, yeah, well, had it had one art. And then it had a drawing of no, some it sort. <laughs> it had a large pyramid with tentacles. And like, mm, yeah, okay. the pre-release doesn't... I don't know if it qualifies as art. Uh, well, it's definitely not on par with the the set one. The Ma set one is so much better. Maybe Ulamog and Kozilek might, might have new art. Yeah, I'm oh. kind of surprised if we actually... Well, because Ulamog was already in the From the Vault. Yeah, and, and, and it was the same art. Was yeah, but I'm, I'm, I, I'm actually surprised... That we might see Eldrazi's here. I would m much more. I would really expect them. I, w I would much more expect them to be in a from the vault. And I was, but yeah, I guess but this is the reason why Emrakul wasn't in Annihilation because it would have made a lot of sense for an Eldrazi to be in from the vault Annihilation because it says Annihilate on the card. Oh, uh, okay. But right. as they pointed out, if there are some cards that aren't in here, there is probably a good reason. Why? And the reason being, it was going to be in Modern Masters. Yeah, okay, that's true. So yeah, it is it is perfectly possible that we'll see all three of the big Aldrazis. Yeah, and and you have to meaning fill the that mythic mythic rares. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, Emrakul will definitely be a mythic. Yeah, it's a mythic. Definitely. It's, it's yeah, Ulamog and Kozilek the will three, probably. Yeah, the three be. of them are mythics already. So you have, I mean, usually you have what twelve mythic slots, uh, five. Five for uh, one for each color, and like one for the lands, and no lands aren't mythic. Oh yeah, one one mythic and band every two, now and again. And yeah. then two artifacts, right? Usually or two colorless stuff. Uh, so that's the thing. So it yeah. can be a lot of things can be reprinted. I think sure, what right? we're gonna see in the mythic slots is the praetors. The Praetors, oh man, Meh. they never played Meh. because no, in the mythics we're definitely going to see we're definitely going to see one of each color in the mythic slot, right? Okay, so yeah, probably. So in the previous set we had like Tarmogoyf, we had Dark Confident, and whatever else we had, um, and here it seems like Elishnorn seems obvious for a reprint for many reasons: sideboard uh, action, casual appeal. And obviously, Commander All Star. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although Elishnorn was was kind of recently printed as well. If you the Judge foil does not count. 
Judge uh, foils go yeah. for 500 or 600 euros well, a piece, right? But it's not as as you as you say, that is not uh, wizard's concern. That is well, it is because <laughs> judge foils are not meant to be for everyone, so it doesn't count as a reprint. Yeah, I've but, never but seen one. I, I doubt Mick has ever seen one. No, I have. I haven't. They're seen. just they're super restricted. It doesn't count. No. Same same as the for the judge force of will does not count as a reprint. Yeah, yeah. Judge Fossil View is just like a present, a Christmas some, gift yeah. to you. Some Judge Foils count as reprints, for example, in Tomb, because that was widespread. But uh, uh, Force of Will and the... Uh, okay, so... Yeah, uh, for, yeah. so, so Force of Will and... Force of Will and... Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, L.H. Narner do not count as reprints when uh, as Judge Foils. As judge Foils, yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll rule out Judge Foils as... Yeah. Okay, so we have... For modern masters, we got Tamagoyf, we got Dark, Dark Confident, Confident Clique. Yeah, Vendidian Clique. Um, we had two swords. swords. Yeah, the Swords of Fire and Ice, Light and Shadow. What else? Did Kiki Jiki. Kiki Jiki. Was, was that a mythic? Is that a mythic? Yeah, so that was a red mythic. So we're just missing the. Uh, no, no. Yeah, it is a mythic. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, my so bad, we're just missing bad. the uh, white Elspeth. mythic. Yeah, Elspeth yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So we had one mythic in each color. Um, yeah, I think it's. I think the the Praetors are very good candidates because uh, they're just very very good in commander. And they're very expensive. <laughs> well, they're, yeah, they're kind of is very expensive. Children yeah. and Jinkitaxis to a different extent. Yeah, well, to a lesser extent rather. The other ones are really cheap, I think. No. Yeah. Children and children and Jinkitaxis. Well, especially was, uh, in foil. Pre-release, so I don't think they are expensive. Uh, they might be in foil. They might be, yeah, in foil, like the. Uh, but the pre-release was foil already. Yeah, the I, yeah. I know they. But the crucial point foil. here with foils is, another announcement was that this set is going to be in three languages. You're going to get get to see Modern Masters 2015 in English, Japanese, Japanese. and Chinese. Oh, Simplify it. Well, did you guys notice? I uh, I noticed the other day, and I uh, I think it was the first time I I've read about it and yeah. haven't heard anyone talk about i think i've read that each booter booster had a premium card so yeah yeah, yeah they all do card, right? yeah yeah in modern masters the yeah. original modern masters each each foil? Foil? you don't mean uh, yeah. you don't mean premium you mean you mean foil foil. Card, yeah. foil yeah. Card, premium yeah. cards are the uh, advertisement ones yeah that's what premium, card oh, is. A premium cards. I'm not oh, sure. Gosh, uh, they uh, need uh, to get real premium cards then. Yeah, premium. Well, the thing is, Ultra Pro pays for them, so. <laughs> no, but the premium premium decks uh, series oh, they are called seriously? premium because they are foils. Oh, right. I foils. think okay. Wizards called. Oh yeah, it is. It is premium. Is the foil? Yeah, that's yeah, anyway, yeah. So every every pack had a foil. Yeah, which that's is true. Why, I didn't why remember on, about that. Uh, MTG price. There's a. There's a full set which is just Modern Masters foil, because you can buy enough packs. Uh, like they did restrict, they did restrict how many uh, packs of Modern Masters that they go out. What you said, ten percent of the actual card printings. Yeah, yeah, that was the, roughly the uh, the percentage. Yep. Okay, so uh, back to back to what we were talking about. Uh, they're gonna be selling this Modern Masters at. What nine dollars a pack? Ten dollars a pack. Great. It's, what is, it's what nine M MSRP? No, I it's nine ninety nine. I thought it was eight ninety nine. No. Oh That's man. hundred percent. <laughs> okay. hundred percent. So it's gonna be seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine on uh. Oh wait. 
It's gonna be it's gonna be six ninety nine, I think, on MTGO, and it's gonna be nine ninety nine. It's gonna be a full ten dollars in America. So that means here in Portugal, we're it's looking be ten euros. We're looking at something like ten euros. Yeah, and the reason behind this, they said, is um, so when sh- well, they they didn't actually say it, but this is the the <laughs> accept, accepted theory. So when when Modern Masters first came out, the the retail price was seven dollars. Uh, and what happened was all the shops saw the opportunity to mark these up because the EV was so good. Yeah, man. I I bought... Uh, I, when I first arrived in Italy, I saw Modern Masters and I told myself, okay, I'll try one pack. Man, it was expensive. Yeah. It's like nine euros? Nine in London, it was euros? eight pounds. So eight that's, pounds, goodness. That yeah, is... it was super expensive. Drafts were going for 30 pounds. Drafts, like drafts were thirty. Drafts, like you're you're paying for a draft more than you're paying for a, a sealed tournament in oh, a regular yeah. set. And this is so yeah. So the reason why the reason why they're they're marking up the retail prices so that shops can take Make advantage money. of the gap, right? So they were wow, shops were getting them for less than seven, and they were meant to sell them at seven. Yeah. But because this was this was for. Uh, it was a limited set. They that knew was it was a limited set. Yeah, like, they knew it was limited. Announced it. Yeah, and the difference is this wasn't being sold in, you know, like Toys R Us or whatever. Yeah, yeah. This it's, are you know, it's only it, the, this is only for uh, the LGSs, mm. and so they, they saw the opportunity to mark them up because the, the demand was so high, and the supply was so limited. Yeah. So now by marking up the price, wizards are just increasing the cut. Their wizards are just increasing the cut they take from however much they get sold for. Yeah. Oh, man. LGSs were making most of the money back when Modern Masters was being uh, sold. And with Modern Masters 2015, three more dollars are going to- towards, towards uh, uh, Wizards. Pocket. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Uh, yeah, okay. So you have this crazy conspiracy theory of what it's going to do to cut prices, uh, which... I don't necessarily agree with, but yeah, so explain. So what I think will happen is anything that is... Okay, so what happened in Modern Masters, yeah? You started with like what happened in Modern Masters. So with Modern Masters, what we saw is if it was a casual card, it tanked. It lost (laughs) most of its value because you're just getting copies and not everyone wants to play with them. Um. Yeah, this will be like the dragons from Kamigawa, for example. Yeah, okay. And then, however, uh, on the opposite side of the spectrum, we have Tarmogoyf and Dark Confident and Cryptic Command and and the likes of which they just what happens what happened with them was people thought they you were gonna have more supply and that the prices would go down, but instead, because everyone just realized they wanted to play with them, and because Mother Masters was so good. To get in getting more players yeah, into exactly. modern, so modern just, masters increase the demand. Exactly, modern uh, masters just really increase the demand with a very little increase in supply. supply. Yeah. Okay. So imagine. Okay. So imagine this: the the uh the cards, the number of cards that are printed. So imagine like all the modern masters packs have been sold, have been given out somewhere. Uh, there's only been a ten percent increase in the supply. Yeah. Uh, whereas now you're having a lot more people playing modern. I, I myself personally, I don't play modern, but I see you know there's been a lot more support for modern, even back home in Singapore where where I've been playing, where we usually draft or play standard. There's a lot more, um, you know, a lot more 
support for modern right now. Yeah. And that's definitely more than ten percent. I can definitely say it's more. It's going to be more than ten percent. Uh, People enjoy like sort of eternal formats. They enjoy the possibility of having a deck that lasts them more than two years. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they saw yeah. the opportunity to jump in, but it was a trap. It's a trap. Uh, the thing is, it's a trap. In in uh, in a uh, in time space of like one or two years, they they had plenty stuff for for um, to help new players uh, get into modern. Yeah, the exactly. Reprints of Shocklands. And now uh, yeah, and now the fetch lands. Yeah, and you had Thoughtseize in the meantime. Thoughtseize uh, in the meantime. Okay, yeah. You had plenty stuff. They, you could really see that Wizards was was trying to boost modern. Push modern yeah, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. definitely. And they uh, they released a modern event deck and everything. And I think there's also th uh, something uh, to mention is most people uh, try to look at the cards that will be reprinted or should be reprinted in Modern Masters too. Yeah. Uh, and look at the uh, the current values because they say, ah, okay, you have cryptic commanded a few euros. Thing <laughs> is, when Modern Masters one came out, I remember having cryptic commanded around fifteen euros. Yeah, it was really cheap. The thing is, as you said, there wasn't uh, as many players, as many people playing modern. So since the 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 modern format grew up, of course, people went to to build up the decks and and uh, exactly and then supply supply the supply is so down. much bigger now so much so bigger. either they reprint some of the old uh, modern masters cards for to have more supply or they they instead they get some cards uh, for instance i i see it uh, you could see like a tarmogoyf on modern masters 2 as a rare something like as that a rare. No, no, no no they can't they can't downgrade uh, mm, they upgraded it to mythic. They and upgraded it's because of, of. They're not uh, going to print. Okay, so if if, if Tarmogoyf gets reprinted again, it's going to be the most expensive card in the set. Agree? Yeah. It, it okay. will be yeah. only if it's a mythic rare. No, if, no, If no, it no. gets to be a rare, you see the prices go down. Well, that's the thing. So if, uh, in theory, it, in theory, they should be printing out, uh, you know, by, uh, what you call it, by proportion. Like one in eight packs. One in eight packs supposed to have a mythic rare. Sure. And uh, every pack is supposed to have a rare, and probably one in four packs is supposed to have a money rare or something like that. I can't remember what the statistics are. Uh, but yeah, you. I mean, the point is, Tarmogoyf right now is the most expensive card in modern, right? Yeah, it, it, and if you're the, gonna, it's not going to be a rare, it has to be a mythic if it comes again. Yeah, exactly. And you, you want you, you also want diversity in. I mean, Wizards of the Coast, they are always. Uh, harping on this idea of like diversity of the decks, and if you are going to flood with you know Tamagoyce, so you're going to get a certain type of you know a certain type of decks that are going to be seen at modern. Yeah. And right now, I love I love the fact that you go to a modern tournament and there isn't any specific um, uh, what you call it. Uh, well, not right now because all, what you have right now is treasure cruise everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that's but true. yeah, the lim the amount of people that get access to Tarmogoyf is definitely limited, which is a yeah, good thing. Yeah, it's limited, but when you see it on on big size tournaments, you see uh, decks like Delver mm. uh, splashing green for a tournament. Just because it's so right? good. Because Tarmogoyf <laughs> is good. What yeah, do you mean? Yeah, so I think what we need to to take into account here is when Modern Masters came out, people thought. And saw that Wizards was helping Modern, and so a lot more people got into it. 
and then that caused the prices to go up instead of going down. Okay. So in the meantime, what we had since Modern Masters one, we had another, and that was the biggest boost for Modern, which was yeah. fetches. Uh, and shocks that's, as well. Yeah, and the shocks. Fetches, and the shocks. Well, the shocks as well, but uh, shocks were never never as expensive as fetches got to. Yeah, fetches, of course, yeah. Yeah, fetches so. got to because they're played in Legacy as well. Mm -hmm. And so even after Modern Masters was printed, you saw a lot of people that wanted to play Modern but had to play Burn or uh, Hexproof because they couldn't afford the fetches. Uh, even Hexproof takes fetches, but, you know, they were sort of still taking budget options because even though they got access to all the paths to exile and lightning helices and spell snares from other masters yep. they didn't have the fetches and now with fetches coming in a lot more people are getting into modern the modern decks suddenly became very lot, very yeah. like a lot more affordable because before we only it used to have live right yeah exactly like, we only uh, used to have five fetches and now even now if you have you, 10 yeah you now you have 10 and even if they can afford the uh the zendikar ones they can definitely afford these ones because they'll, they'll just be in their standard decks uh yeah exactly yeah and so a lot more people will, will be in modern this time around and that's that's where i feel the second trap is because in the first first time Modern came out, people thought it was going to be a boost to Modern. You're going to have a lot more cards available, which wasn't true because you just had a lot more players. Yeah. And now you're going to have even more players. I and don't think you're going to have more players, though. I have a feeling... Everyone have a can feeling, have a Modern deck now, though. Everyone, Yeah, okay. So everyone, uh, most people can have Modern decks right now. But I don't think there'll be an increase in the number of Modern players. They're going to be... Okay, they're going to be an increase in modern uh, number of Modern players. But I think supply this time is going to exceed demand, uh, you know, and and they're going to be tracking it. I'm pretty damn sure they're going to, what's he's going to be tracking it and they're going to be printing out as, as it they said out. it's limited. They said it's limited. It's, a, it's, they said it's not going to be as limited as Modern Masters 1, but it's still going to be, but it's still going to be limited. And of course, it's not going to be as limited as Modern Masters 1 because that was the most limited set in all of Magic in the whole history, of Magic yeah. percentage wise, like with the amount of players live at that time. Okay. And so, I think what I don't think this is going to increase the amount of people playing modern because that I think I think that's already happened. I think Fetchlands got like, and we saw that at the shop. Mm -hmm. Now basically everyone who's a regular playing standard is also a regular playing modern because they have all the fetches. I'm not. Well, yeah, anyway, yeah, okay. I'm the weird one, right? Well, yeah, uh, but you see, we definitely saw we have more people playing modern now. Oh yeah, for sure. Than standard here. And I, I, I don't think that was the case like last this time last year. I don't know. Okay. So I mean Bao, you've been going to you've been going to Arena for quite a while, right? So yeah. when do you form your modern deck? Uh, he plays burn, he doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well yeah. No, but it's definitely a help, right? Having Bloodstained Mire. The thing, yeah, it helps because I uh, think is since I played since Zendikar, uh, Alar, and stuff, mm -hmm. I had some fetches already. I mean, just a couple, but I had uh, on the colors I played. So I had uh, the uh, Arid Mezes, yeah, and I had Goblin Guides because I used to play uh, Burn uh, uh, standard uh, in standard uh, FNMs. So when modern, when the modern format came out. Um, you already had you, the cards. I already, you already had, had the, the half half uh, the deck. Okay. So yeah, I forget that modern was a recent invention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I like forget. the old extended, but now it's it has a point. But um, I I do notice that uh, when I started uh, when I when modern came to the arena when modern started appearing in the arena, it was plenty of um, burn decks. 
<laughs> goblin decks because it was really cheap and there, there was that boom of um, animo uh, shared animosity decks. Yeah, it was a goblin deck, really cheap, plenty of commons and shared animosity. Just I think pump them. Pumps uh, everyone. Plus everyone yeah. Right, yeah. So there was plenty of decks like that. And uh, uh, when Theros came out, th there, uh, then I saw a big boom uh, in modern players because uh, they the could... Uh, fetches, right? No, no, uh, the sorry, no, the shop, yeah, the shop, yeah, the shop you mean You mean Ravnica then, not Theros? Ravnica. Yeah, Ravnica. Ravnica my bad, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah Ravnica. Uh, there was... Uh, everyone could have shocks, and shocks was... It was half the price. And then uh, people started building more uh, multicolored decks. Mm, and okay. uh, right after with Modern Masters, they get uh, those spell snares. Though th they they drafted sometimes, and they were getting the cards uh, on on cheaper value than what they see, what you see. The now. You yeah. Used to be, right? so but then around that time, fetches just boomed because yeah. everyone was trying to get into modern. Yeah. Okay. So I still got some uh, scalding tarn uh, near going up. <laughs> after that it was really the boom yeah it was Blue it was cards were impossible to get fetches because they were so expensive yeah i uh yeah my friend sold off his four verdant catacombs before this so i'm like oh you must have you sold them at like oh before the the yeah, spike yeah. oh wow yeah before before the spike i'm like why do you sell your lands just keep your lands lands will never go out of style <laughs> like even evolving wilds just keep the goddamn lands yep <laughs> yeah Okay, so, uh, yeah, okay, so... Yeah, so just to wrap it up, I think... What do you think, okay, what do you think will be reprinted from these two blocks? The Zendika block and from the Scars block? Oh, I just wanted to make a note on the what I think will happen to the prices. I think uh, this is going to be really expensive because they're bo boosting the price. Yeah. I think there are way more players now because of the fetches. So I think even though it's not going to be as limited as Modern Masters, I think the number of players in Modern is way bigger now. And especially if shops keep the local, the LGSs keep trying to mark up the price in Modern Masters, I think it's just you're it's either going to have no one buying it because it's too expensive, and which means that the supply is going to be the same. Yeah, I don't think I don't think this is going to have too much of an impact on cards, except for uh, yeah, commons and uncommons. Commons and uncommons are just going yeah, they're going to be they're cheap now. They're going to be dumped in the commons and uncommons box. Exactly, and then uh, you, you, mythics will be more will become. Yeah, it'll just be the same price, I think, with mythics. I think I think uh, the commons. I'm I'm waiting for uh, good commons and commons reprints like uh, remand and uh, serum vision stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, they're gonna that's come out. Like that's the thing. They get, they're gonna get reprinted in modern masters, and you just have you know. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Wait, they're just gonna go down. Remand used to be I don't know. Remand used to be what ten ten bucks. Yeah. yeah now it's ten. Yeah. No, it's well. No, it was. It was. There was a. There was a reprint in a in one of the dual decks, but just mm. no one bought it because it wasn't great. <laughs> it was the Jace versus Braska. Oh, I think the only conversations I heard on it was how weird the the art on Jace looks, was. Yeah, the Braska also yeah. looks kind of weird. I Jace. think everyone was saying oh, how weird it was, and no one was buying it. So that re those remands have just been locked are just in time. They're just locked in in the in the cases still. I want that deck. I'll go find it anyway. Cool. So, oh, what, what do you think, Bal? What do you think? Um, what cards do you see being reprinted in the common and common slots? Or what do you want? Or what do you want? Yeah. I know you want the yeah you want the uh, 
uh, you just say right, Remand and uh, Remand and Serum Visions. Yeah, yeah, Serum Visions is getting really silly. Yeah, it's, really. Yeah, it's yeah. like for a common. It's a common. I, at three, three and a half, four Ponder euros. Is, okay, Ponder, but Ponder is, is, is way better. And banned. Uh, banned. Oh, shit, yeah. Ponder and Preordain, they are banned. That's why Serum Visions went up. The God damn it. Why is Preordain banned? It's so because good. Because it's... It's so good. Because it was... Yeah, exactly. When, when more they, don't like, they don't like one-mana cantrips. They have, you, you get Thought Scour and you get Serum Visions. And Sleight of Hand. <laughs> and Sleight of Hand, yeah. yeah. Sleight of Hand is so bad. Sleight of hand is okay. okay. Okay, so yeah, what do you want? What do you want reprinted? Uh, in commons and in commons. Lightning uh, bolts. <laughs> no, I have. So you the, can get foil. foil I have the prairie. The I think lightning bolts are. Ones. Uh, damn. Lightning bolts are quite good and limited, so I think they might stay away from that. Yeah. Even though it it is lightning bolt the format still. Yeah, I I love I I collected I had so much problems. Collecting the lightning bolts in M11. Really? Because they never. M- M10 or M11. I was like, I don't have lightning bolts. I need foil. <laughs> Fourth edition lightning bolts all the oh, way. Okay, so what are the cards? Uh, Fourth bolt. Yeah, fork Fork bolt. bolt. Uh, that's from Rise of Eldrazi, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. It, I got a few. It suddenly spiked to four euros in Portugal. It was 20 something in foil. It was crazy oh, expensive gosh. ever since like these Delver decks became really popular in both modern and legacy. Right, right. It picks off uh, Delvers uh, picks off, yeah, Delver and most of all Young Monst- Pyromancer. Uh, yeah. I was going to say mon- uh, the Monastery Swift Spear. Well, that as Maybe well, but so. it's easy to play around because it is a 1-2 and you can just prowess it up. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it is, it, it's just a good card for both. I'm looking for some common reprints as well to get to try to get some foil ones for my commander decks. Oh, uh-huh, okay, okay. Like Bazooka Borg and um, oh, Borg, yeah, yeah, it's it's right, expensive. Right, right. Yeah, I think Serum Visions has to be reprinted because it's too expensive for a common Remand. I think so as well because I don't think the dual deck had any impact. No. Fork Bolt as well, and then I think Inquisition of Kozilek. Oh yeah, because man. even though it was in the modern event deck, I don't think enough of those buy, were yeah. open. You you wouldn't. Buy but there was two in the modern event deck. Yeah, but the modern event deck, I think it was a big flop because it was too expensive. I don't think yeah, many people exactly. bought it, it at was, all. It was way too expensive. Like in Poland, they were selling it for. Oh gosh, I didn't. I think it was something like seventy or something, 70, right? Seventy seventy-five. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was close to. And like the only cards in it were Elspeth and. Um, there was a sword. Knights of Blade. Uh, what's it called? Hero of Blade Hold. Was there? A... There was a sword of Feast yeah, and yeah, Famine. Sword, yeah. yeah, Feast and Famine. Yeah. But I already have Feast and Famine. And yeah, there were there were lands were Shack lands. Yeah, and there were yeah, yeah, and there you had paths to path to exile, and you also had Inquisitions. But yeah, I think you, you those four I think will be the main the main cards to look out for. Okay, so you were saying the other day uh, the. The cards that are going to be printed out from these two would definitely be one of them. Would be uh, uh, not metamorph spell sky. Spell sky. Oh, you mean the rares? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Rares, yeah. I think spell sky is too expensive. Easy reprint from uh, New okay. Phyrexia. I got a playset. <laughs> I better sell them soon. Yeah, you better sell <laughs> them. I think uh, spell sky or the other goblin guide. Goblin guide. Yeah. Okay, I agree with goblin guide for it's sure. It's like fifteen or fourteen right now, mm. and. 
And yeah, it helps, with, it helps with the the goblin decks. I think goblins. Yeah, and I think especially if there's a landfall theme in the in the set, goblin it, it will balance good. out goblin guide because goblin guide is quite powerful, right? It's a yeah, two yeah, two for one. Exactly. But then if you if the other guy is playing some sort of landfall me mechanic, then you're helping him. Yeah. So that will balance out goblin guide in limited. If it well, even though it's a rare, right? Um, I think noble hierarch as well because it's somehow wasn't reprinted anywhere else uh, but you have to like like we said earlier like you if you introduce noble hierarch you've got to introduce exalted yeah so i think i think now would be a good time yeah well, now will be a good time the last time they introduced exalted was m12 or m30 m12 uh cathedral uh, oh right right cathedral you had the angel Warrior. as well right yeah, supply yeah. market angel. 13, no what i'm 13 M13. It wasn't one of the core sets, right? One of the core sets, I think sets, it yeah. was M13. Okay, yeah, okay. So that would be a good time to... Yeah, I think it's okay. I, Noble Hierarch is too expensive anyway, so it's a you good can, chance. You can have the... Um, that band uh, Mythic from Alari Reborn. In no, they won't, they won't reprint band cards in Modern Masters. No? Bent? As yeah. in the guild? Bent the the, the, okay, okay. the shard? Wedge, yeah. Which one? The, um, it's Rafik. blue, white. Rafik, oh, Rafik. They Rafik. could put Rafik uh, yeah, okay. for that Exalted. Would, that could be okay. It's the best. No, but, but that's as a rare, maybe. No, I'm I'm saying because if you if you say they need to, if you if if they want to reprint Noble hierarchy, they they need to have some yeah, more Exalted cards. Exalted stuff, right, they could yeah. have some yeah. band related cards. Mm, it will okay. help Commander as well. It and it, yeah. if you see if you um, if you notice that you. Every six months, when they reprint multicolored cards, uh -huh. they usually go on uh, off 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 wedges. You had um, um, with the Shocklands, you were playing uh, mostly. No, you'll be playing. Uh, no, you are. Yeah, you it was playing mostly the, Esper and that sort of stuff, right? It was the other wedges, the other five wedges back then. You had you yeah. had. Um, uh, I'm saying more of as a commander when you had. Um, Benton. Oh, the first, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. The Kalia. first round was the first round was basically what the Khan's colors are now. Yeah. The second round right. was uh, the the wedges, the 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 shards, the, the shards. Sorry, the shards. The first one was the wedges. The second one was the shards. Now and mono now, color, yeah, and yeah. It were there any three color cards in Modern Masters though? Because uh, okay, so I don't think Rafik is going to be in this. Colonial wasn't reprinted. No, no. I think. We are not going to see any tricolor cards because they said that Modern Masters, both the first one and this one, are based around two color archetypes. Okay. Uh, so Rafik involving three colors would mean, and don't don't forget that the fixing in Modern Masters one was crazy good because we had all of the vivid lens, and you had search for tomorrows, and you had yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. They they will either have to mimic that sort of fixing or playing three colors will be. Which would Hard. be which would be really weird if they introduce noble hierarch because it, it only fixes like three. Yeah, colors. that is true. It fixes yeah. three colors. So I guess I guess it is, there is a possibility that we'll see some cards with three colors. Yeah. Yeah. There, either that or they don't reprint her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, no, you no, could just have you could just have noble hierarch as a random mana dark, right? Uh yeah. Okay, that's true. Hmm. Uh, the, the, it will yeah, be uh, it will be the the green uh, the green mythic maybe. No. Mm. Oh yeah, we could have we could just have Elish Norn as one of the Praetors and not have the cycle. But that seems yeah, unlikely. Elish Norn as, it no, seems that unlikely seems that they wouldn't. Weird, right? Yeah. You know, you you would print 
Uh, okay, so that would be interesting if you printed the the. But noble hierarchies are rare anyway, so. Uh, Goyf was it too? Yeah, I know, but Goyf is <laughs> yeah, but Goyf is a hundred before was before you had mythics. So yeah, yeah, they can have ev- anything they want. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, but noble hierarchy yeah, well, is definitely a rare. I think the noble hierarchy will be just a, a rare. You'll have that as a one drop rare. You'll have goblin guide and. Oh, nah. okay, yeah, what, like one drop rare. No, I think so. Uh, you'll have Bloodgast in black as well because if we see some sort of landfall Bloodgast is going to be very good uh, oh yeah okay uh, does anybody play uh, what you call it Lotus Cobra in, in there is one modern deck that has Zoo, Lotus right, Cobra still. well not no not Zoo it's just a, a deck that ramps into Primeval Titans no but P-Titan is banned in, in uh, modern right no no, no Titans just all the Titans are legal in modern oh then they should reprint the Titans in, in yeah, modern master they could do that I could see that yeah I, 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 oh, uh, okay so here's the thing if they reprint like Elish Non they'll probably reprint Primeval Titan and uh, you know and some other very noticeable or very significant um, oh they can just do the Praetor cycle yeah. As mythic, and then they could have the titans at rare. Uh, you're, but the thing is, the titans too are, much beef. The titans are really oppressive in limited, though. They're really good. That's the thing. So you know, I uh, think yeah, the titans win games by themselves. Period. I don't yeah, think you you would thing. have a, a limited uh, format with uh, six titans and f- <laughs> no, five titans and five praetors. Yeah, no, that seems no, unlikely as well. Can't. I don't think you'll have. Yeah, it, the titans is maybe pushing it. You could have the titans, but maybe the the praetor would be uh, on the the same way you said, like like one praetor, one praetor, white, one titan. Uh, you know, one praetor, one titan, and some others. Maybe no, Tarmogoyf uh, and Green. Uh, white mythic being the, the praetor, green mythic being the noble hierarchy. We're missing planeswalkers. Oh yeah, Jace the planes. Ma- okay, blue Jace mind sculptor. Me. <laughs> the reason why I think Jace mind sculptor is not going to be in this is. On top of being banned. <laughs> okay, oh, of course. Okay, I think uh, Tezzeret, Agent of Bolas, is going to be one of the two Planeswalkers in this set. Oh, yeah, okay. for That'll sure. Be, you had yeah, Sarkhan as nice. two colors. And Tezzeret is too Tezzeret. expensive as well because it sees play in Legacy. But it's not going to affect the price. You just drop it in and it's still going to be the same price. It's just different yeah. symbol. Different symbol. That is true. Card. Well, yeah. the thing is, okay, so it's different. Like I was saying, it's different if you have a, a staple... Or a casual card. And Tezzeret is very much a casual card, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's it's different when you're just giving people mythics like Tarmogoyf that everyone wants. And Tezzeret, which has very specific... Uh, uh, sort of... Only very specific people will want it. Yeah, basically you and open Tezzeret the pack and then you see Tezzeret and be like, oh man, yeah, exactly. I'd it be could a, have been a Tarmogoyf. And then you put it in your folder and somebody will buy yeah, it. Yeah, I'll be unhappy if I... Well, I won't be unhappy if I open a Tezzeret because I'll just sell it on for something or trade it for yeah, something tra- i want you'll probably trade it for like a waste yeah but i wouldn't be happy to like keep it <laughs> ah, but like, you, you, had sarkhan, like, you had no. sarkhan on the first modern masters yeah you had yeah, sarkhan yeah, yeah. and you had elspeth right now you can have uh, um tezzeret and, and it's on the on the friend colors if you have the man like, lands, yeah. uh so mm. you have the fixing for it yeah, and man lands. I think yeah. man lands are going to come back in uh, Modern Masters. If not in Cannes, then in Modern Yeah, Masters. so we're talking Celestial Colonnade, Creeping Tar Pit. In Cannes, the they, ones. In Cannes they could do the enemy ones. Sorry? In Cannes, oh, yeah, they the, could do the enemy ones? I well, don't know. the enemy ones. You mean the fetches? No, no. Uh, print new man lands, the enemy ones. Ah, uh, no. 
they've said that these madmans are too good for limited. Yeah. It was a uh, big, big mistake. Unless you have... So the thing about uh, Zendika, um, and I think we got to wrap up soon, but the thing about Zendika is that you had ways to get rid of lands too because it was a land set. It was yeah. all about, uh, you know, disrupting land. Uh, not Maybe not disrupting land, but destroying land. Yeah, they don't like destru- land destruction anymore. They're yeah. they're not printing any anymore. You could have Rebel Master again. You could have Rebel Master. <laughs> yeah. So I think, like... Probable reprints, Goblin Guide, Noble Hierarch, Bloodgast, Spellskite, the Praetors maybe. Uh, some of some assortment of the old cards because this will still include Modern Masters 1. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, probably not the swords, even though we saw two in the old one. I think the, the, the colorless slots will be replaced by the Eldrazi's. Do you think Birthing Pot will be in there? I think Birthing Pod will definitely be in this, okay. yes. New Phyrexia. Yeah, New Phyrexia. Is, I think oh, Splinter man. Twin. Splinter Twin is going to be in this as well. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna Scape Shift Exile, as well. Splinter Twin. Mm, yeah, not Pestermite, but the Silver Exarch will be. Sorry. Scape Shift is prior shards. I don't think they would go that far. No, it is. It's no, from no, original Mirrodin. Original Mirrodin to the new. It's Mirrodin. the whole of the ah, old I Mother Masters it, plus yeah. two blocks. Ah, okay. So they okay. just expanded the. They expanded the thing. Uh. Yeah, okay. So sell the goblin guide. Sell, goblin sell guides, the spells yeah. guides. Yeah, I, I might. I might. I have a French one which was a present to me. Uh okay. Well, I'm definitely selling my blood guests and my goblin guides for now. Hmm. And, then, and then buying them back at the same price after Modern Masters. Yeah, comes out. That's like, my oh, that's the same. It's no, no, I'll be no, it's, these cards, it's these rares are rares are different from mythics, right? Yeah, Even yeah. though Goblin Guide is definitely a staple, I think. The popularity will also go down if um, if Treasure Cruise gets banned because we'll, <laughs> we will go back to, I, a, I wanted to mention a more stable format. Sorry, I wanted to mention I'm hoping for a Leyline reprint as well. Oh, yeah, that is a good man, call. That's a good, yeah, that's a good idea. Although I was thinking they could um, maybe switch some... Instead of doing the M11 cycle have some of the, for example, the white one, of course, the Sanctity one, with some of the old ones from uh, the Ascension. Guild Pact. Guild Pact. Pact, yeah, the original ones from Guild yeah. Pact. Yeah. Instead of doing that... Yeah, they could do a mix and match, right? Yeah. Sure. Hmm. Okay. Also, it's it's a, good, cool it's, it's a good... Um, it's a good... Uh, although the, the black ley line is not being played, maybe appearing again... It is played in Legacy, so yeah. Uh, yeah but there will be the band. Talking about modern, 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 format. yeah, sure, in, sure, in sure, the context sure. Of modern, no sure, sure, sure. With so much delve and stuff, I, 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 I still it might can't be, think yeah. about the reason, but uh, with um, about not playing the. You want to see it in standard? No, no, in in modern. In, in modern, modern, I think it would be interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Black ley line, it's like okay, turn one. Go if delve. people keep on delving, then the the graveyard hate will eventually we'll, appear. We'll come back, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Maybe Deathrite Shaman. Fingers crossed. Uh, no. Nah. Uh, man, I feel so bad because I bought Deathrite Shamans for so cheap and they went up really high and then it got banned <laughs> and then it went back down again. Yeah. I was... Uh, I was, yeah. was the other way around. <laughs> I, was, I was not very smart back then. I actually bought them. Um, when they were high. Well, they weren't that high, but they were pretty high. Yeah. That's... She just bought a buttload. And I was I, building Grixis Delver, the um, Zack Hill deck it was awesome it was so cool it was playing delvers it was playing deathrite shamans and not many other creatures at all it was so cool just a lot of burn and control 
But then immediately after I assembled the deck, uh, save for ben. the fetches, all I was missing was the fetches. Ben Hammer. Yeah, Ben Hammer on death right. Wow, wow, Because wow. of Jund. <laughs> Party poopers. Okay, I think we got to wrap up here. Okay. Uh, so any closing comments you guys want to add in? Any shout outs you want to make? Uh, you're doing a you're doing a blog right about uh about yeah I'm up. yeah I I usually cheating uh, small kids <laughs> no okay so basically uh in in my free time I I I quite enjoy reading on like MTG finance and that sort of stuff uh -huh. so I'm challenging myself to uh without cheating you know without tricking little kids into training me their fetches for uh, commons and uncommons uh <laughs> or uh. I don't know. Dictates. <laughs> I recently came across a bunch of dictates uh, from a journey into Nyx. But yeah, no, without cheating anyone, you know, into trading either fetches or whatever, I'm, I'm challenging myself to start with a, a few boosters and trading the cards in there up to a playset of Wastelands um, over the course of however many months. Uh, yeah, oh, just... Yes. Uh, well, hopefully not years, but yeah. So I, I usually, I, I, I enjoy spec speculating on some cards. Like Rabble Master was a big hit for me because I got a bunch of them for one euro and I sold them all at 10. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, Hornet Queen was a big hit as well. Like they were super cheap. No one wanted them. And then they got up to four or five. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been successful recently, especially like picking up all the Snapcasters and then Innistrad being... So, like, just neglected and not, yeah, yeah and not being reprinted yeah Thal I, I i picked up yeah. snapcasters thalias and yeah and then lilian and grizzlebrand are i had the grizzlebrands already and unfortunately saw him being announced as a gp promo and because the demand for that card really isn't that high yeah it's it been will, in commander it's yeah, been it's, in uh, well it used to be you can play it in modern and legacy but it's just like the amount of people that played him really isn't very high and it's being it's banned in commander proper decks, yeah right? being banned in commander is a is a big thing yeah uh foil yeah it affects foil prices yeah okay. and then liliana is going to be a promo as well oh so yeah yeah for the yeah. ptqs oh yeah yeah okay okay but yeah that will not affect the price so yeah i think the main effects from uh from modern masters 2 will be um just doing nothing to mythics decreasing uh, a lot of Commons and some yeah, commons uh, and uncommons will be hit hard. Uh, Goblin guide will be hit. Spells guide will be hit. Some of the rares, basically, yeah. that are clearly too expensive. And then what you'll see is Snapcaster Mage, Thalia, uh, Liliana of the Veil. Just a lot of pressure being put on those cards mm. because you won't see any of them. Snapcaster already okay, went up for the next two years. Right? Yeah, exactly. And same will will happen with Shocks eventually. Same will happen with Abrupt Decay. And the the actual sleeper here that no one has picked up is Supreme Verdict. Like, arguably one Again. of the best rats yeah. ever printed. Like, it can be countered. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. It's the best rats. It's the best rough ever printed, but... I, I, I think there's enough in the circulation to go around. Well, like we'll currently. see. I if think people it depends start on the them, it'll be, it'll be... I think <laughs> expect, expect Supreme Verdict to, to go up. Okay, I should hold on to my playset then. You could have, uh, sorry, you could have um, Snapcaster being reprinted. Uh, <laughs> it's too powerful for standard. You had, you had um, the mage that can. 
dual caster mage. No, no. Meddling mage. Meddling mage being reprinted. Sort on of standard. Reprinted. No, okay. it was on standard on a lot of reborn. Okay, the and problem yeah. with snapcaster is it, saw, it, saw it, says flag, it reads flashback on it. And that is a mechanic. Meant for a certain... Meant for a, a certain... Sense. Yeah, so the earliest that you can see Snapcaster is WMCQ promo next year. Yeah, okay. That is the earliest you'll see them because they can be in a standard set because of reading flashback. Yeah. Uh, all of the promos have been announced, the dual decks as well. Um, so yeah, either from the vault next year or WMCQ promo. Oh, you could have or, a dual deck uh, next mm, fall. Every fall usually has a dual deck. And yeah, yeah, it'll be more likely. No, it'll be more likely to be in a from the vault or yeah, a, exactly. or a, a WMCQ promo. I think the most likely will be WMCQ promo. To be honest, yeah, dual decks usually have like dual decks usually have nice cards, but yeah, not not that not, good. Yeah, not that like. Okay, so we're gonna wrap up here. Uh, so in the next episode, we're gonna talk a little bit about Commander, which I love so dear. And we'll we'll get back. Uh, we'll bring back a few guests. Bring it may guests. or may not be magic. Uh, it, no, it's magic. Commander, Talk to the Commander is legit magic. Okay, Commander, it is it is legacy. So it's not polit politics one hundred one. <laughs> it's politics one hundred one, but it's legacy. It's still playing legacy. You gotta know the combos here. I I, uh, I need to say, Commander is cube constructed. No. Yes. Yes. How is it cube constructed? It's cube constructed. Come on. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, it what? is yeah. yeah singletons singletons and well, you know you make a deck that is but you can't use any, any of functions you can't use any of the good cards what no, you can't use, use all the you good can't cards. use grizzlebrand you can't use emrakul i use you earthcraft use in my your cube card. doesn't have those cards well no because my cube you know <laughs> i hate creatures okay so we're gonna wrap up here um right uh uh so that's the end of the episode one of the power nine podcast okay uh thanks to bal uh for joining us today um when some other people can't yeah <laughs> <laughs> he laughs like that right uh so if you want to find us online we're at power nine podcast.wordpress.com uh if you want to follow us on facebook we're power nine podcast and you can hit us up on Twitter if you've got any questions or suggestions for the show or, you know, topics that you want us to talk about. Uh, you can find us at Power9Podcast. This 9 is the number 9. Uh, yeah, and that's it. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, I don't know how to do this. Uh, <laughs> so thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Ciao. Bye, guys. <laughs>